everybody. Welcome to Stranger Truths. My name's Jeff. With me is Jorge. Hello, hello. And JB. What's up? How's it going, guys? It's 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 going uh, it's going uh, new normal. How's that? <laughs> yeah. That's right. The the new the new normal for sure. Say new normal again, bitch. <laughs> you can take that new normal and shove it up somewhere. Where you got it? Where you gotta go out and wear a face mask everywhere you go. Ah, dude, yeah, I like so so I was in Japan. You guys remember that like what is it, February? Probably like early March. Yeah. And I was freaked yeah. out. I was freaked out, dude, because before I reached Japan, everybody was wearing a face mask already and I was like, Oh hell. And I was I was literally the only one at the airport in uh oh shit, uh Tokyo. That wasn't wearing a damn mask. Dude, I felt so weird. But now, <laughs> yeah, now it's like everywhere I go, it's like you got to wear a mask. Even even just to go to the grocery store. Man, it, it's strange. It's strange. Well, up here where I'm at in, in, in well, Houston, I live in North Houston up in the woodlands. So it's in a different county. But in the county of Houston or Harris County, it's mandatory to wear a mask wherever you go. So I got to be careful when I'm out on a job. If I know I'm going to be in Harris County, I got to have my freaking mask with me so I can wear it. If I go into a store or whatever, it's just crazy. Now, Costco, you got to have a mask. But, you know, most of the grocery stores up here where I live, you're not required to wear a mask. So, oh, to me, it's like you're, you're taking away my freaking freedom. So, and I hate that shit. You you don't have to wear a mask is what you're saying? Every- yeah, not up here where I live in Montgomery County. It's not required to you wear a mask anywhere you go. Now, when I go to the beauty shop. Technically, you're supposed to wear a mask when you're there, but uh, you know it's not mandatory. So, but uh, and like in Costco, yes, you gotta wear a mask. Uh, none of the grocery stores require you to wear a mask. Most of, some of the restaurants here are making you; they'll take your temperature before you come in because it's a 25 percent capacity. Uh, but yeah, and so I mean, usually we're still doing a lot of takeout. Now, I went to a bar open across the street that's opened up since last Friday. And, Hell, that's like a regular bar, man. I mean, there's they move the tables around a little bit so you can not put so many people in the restaurant. But, I mean, they're serving beer. The waitresses are coming up to you and not maintaining that six-feet distance, bringing you beer, stuff like that. So, I mean, it's it's crazy. Hey, hey JB, the, bar, yeah. the bars in South Texas are open? Yeah. God bless Texas. Well, I, I'm, not about to, I, I'm, not, I'm not sure. I know the this restaurant I go to is called... I guess it is a kind of a bar. It's called Tailgater, so they're open. Um, and some of these restaurants are still letting you take alcohol out when you pick up food. So the Governor Ab- Governor Abbott said, Governor Abbott said, we're still going to keep this, uh, see how long we can take it. So God bless Texas. <laughs> Come on back, Jorge. We'll miss you. Come on. Oh, man, dude. I don't fucking want to. Gyms will be open here starting Monday. Yeah. I think Dallas Fort Worth opened up some gyms. I haven't heard anything about Houston gyms opening back up yet. I know Dallas Fort Worth they are, which is scary. Ooh, that is that, that is scary as hell, dude. Cause I I worked for the gym right before I, you know all this shit happened, and now there I've been some emails come back that they're going to make uh, only so many people can come into the gym. You got to request, you got to reserve your time. You can reserve it for an hour only. Then after that, they got to clean the gym for thirty minutes and let people come back in. So it's like, what? Damn. You're wasting my time. I can't go to the gym like that, man. You're gonna rush me out of the gym. It's not gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, you got those guys that sit in there like all day. That that's gonna yeah. mess them up, you know. That's the new normal. So, what are we talking about this this week, guys? 
Well, we're going to get into a little Operation Mockingbird here in a minute, but I, you said you got something uh, something for us about Venezuela, a little oh. callback to last episode. Oh, yes, I do. Oh, my God. All right. So, yeah. So, covering our last episode, dude. Uh, so, so last thing we left with was like, yeah, we're, we're, we're fixing to see a uh, insertion or, or some type of uh, execution or operation like around December time frame. Well, holy hell, were we wrong, right? We weren't wrong in, in per se, but there was there was some dumbass stuff that went down in Venezuela lately, dude. So, all right, here here's what I've got, right? So, uh, a failed coup went down, uh, perpetrated by a, C- a security firm a private security firm from the United States, right? I'm not going to say the name of it because I'm not going to try to put it out there, but apparently they had two former uh, special forces uh, guys that were leading this fucking mission with, and I, I was wrong at the first. I thought it was 11 and then I heard 16. Now there's 40 Venezuelan ex-military uh, guys, right? 40? Yeah, 40. But listen to this. Listen to this. This is this is this is where it gets really Hollywood. Um so so their mission was to try to or their mission was to invade Caracas, take over their airport, hijack a plane, and then and then take and then take President Maduro kidnap you know or or kidnap President Maduro. Get him on that plane. Fly him back to the U.S. and then and then secure him. <laughs> Sounds like a a bounty op that went bad. Ah no 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 no, dude! This sounds like a total fucking failure. It listen to me, man. Oh, and oh, and then there's and then there's even more, right? So 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 the two special ops guys that were that were hired by the security firm apparently had their passports and their IDs on them. Who the hell does that? Well, I mean, you need your passport to get across borders, right? <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, dude, like, like, come on, man. Like, I'm not going to put too much out there about what I've done. But what I've done, I've never, I, nothing on my person ever had anything that said who I was. You know what I mean? Let a, not, not even a name tag, dude, or what f- service I belong to. This is so stupid. This is not realistic, bro. This is like straight out of Hollywood, something dumb. It I, I, there's more to this. There is way more to this. Because you think that maybe it could have been a, a psyop kind of deal for for Venezuela, like to say, "Hey, look what these guys are trying to do to get they're trying to get Maduro out of here." I, USA I, I, bad. I, I would say so, dude, and that's what I'm leaning towards. I'm leaning towards more to hey, this this these are probably just guys out there riding a boat. <laughs> they just they got taken over and then made to be told on video that they were trying to do like like execute this stupid plan that just doesn't make sense. Wasn't that the plot from one of the uh, Mission Impossible's? <laughs> It's, it sounds like it does sound like something from a movie. To be honest with you, so, right? Uh, Who is it? Yeah, I mean, I mean come on. You know, and once you 
once the, the passport thing came, I'm like, there's no way these guys would be carrying a passport if it was some type of black op mission. And their IDs from from the security firm yeah, that they worked for. Like, who does that? You yeah, might, there's no way. You might, you might as well have you might as well have your name badges on your chest like we do, right? Like when we're out to see and shit. Yeah, Dude, man. no, that doesn't happen. It, it's so stupid. And 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 in the plan alone, like, well, so all we know about it right now is what has been put out in the media, right? Because I'm not, I'm not gonna go into any further detail about whatever else I know. But what I know about it and what I could say about it is the two operators that were that that the two ex operators that were down with the plan. Uh, we're living in Medellin, uh, contractors for a, a security firm, private security firm out of the United States that had been training since January. There's also con- uh, uh, contacts with an ex-Venezuelan general. I'm not going to say his name because he's already all over the news, but he was caught in Barranquilla, Colombia uh, and, and uh, arrested because... He was tied to a major uh, cache of arms that were coming through the country. When he associated with the CIA for that, y- yes, yeah, which yeah. were so, which were supposed to be tied to this supposed mission. If that already happened, yeah, why, why would they? Why would they go through the mission? Exactly, and then and then why would the why would the the CEO of that private security firm come on? Uh, every news article or, or every news or just out and say, yes, that was us. We tried to do that. Why would he do that? He's being paid. Yeah. Nobody would do that, dude. Even even Mr. Prince, the guy that owns Blackwater slash X Academy slash whatever it's called now. Even he would never do that. Yeah, that sounds yeah, right. It sounds like somebody's getting paid for that. And and, it, and it, even more, even more. So it gets a little deeper. So so one of the guys was a very good friend of one of my very good friends living in Medellin. And he said he disappeared in about February. So I, I, I don't know if like he disappeared because he went to go training for this thing or he went to go to or he or he got kidnapped. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's huh. I mean, if if they. If they really were getting ready to do something and the Maduro government caught wind of it, especially with that general defecting, I'm sure and, he probably and still getting had caught, ties. And getting caught. Yeah. And, and, then him, and getting caught. Yeah. And then him, and he was, and then he was him caught him like around confessing. March, right? That was, that was, that was, I think that was in February, dude. February? Where, where the, yeah. Where the cache of weapons were caught. Hmm. This ain't new, dude. Yeah. It's, yeah, there's something fishy about all this. And then, and then, how stupid is this mission, though, man? Like, where you send in, all right? Well, let, 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 so let, let's say there's there's forty five people on this mission, right? And you're you're attempting to to bum rush a whole country from from the coast off of Colombia in fast boats, and uh, <laughs> and and your mission is to take over the damn Caracas International Airport. That I mean, that's your first mission. Yeah. Are you serious? I mean, you. I guess you could probably take an airport with forty-five people, but to hold it, no. The, oh, all right. So, all right. So, it, specially trained people. Yes, maybe. I, I, I can't. I can't attest to how well these uh, 
Venezuelan soldiers were 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 trained for. You know what I'm saying? But I mean, but but off the off the top, we know there was two special operators on it. How well is this mission gonna go down, dude? And then and then on and then on top of that, on top of that, you're supposed to secure a plane, right? Yeah, but those guys are special operators. They should have known better to have all that stuff on them, their passports and stuff like that. They should have known better. I mean, it's, it's fishy. That that's why I'm saying, JB. I think, I think this was a distraction. I think this was a distraction. This is not what was supposed to go down. Un underneath it, I think there was supposed to another op that was supposed to go down at the same time that we don't know about. Hmm. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. I like. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to disclose any uh, things that I've done or whatever. <laughs> I am never in my life carried a passport or an ID, let alone a uniform that had my name on it or, or any service that I was attached to on my person when I well, did Well, it goes back like, to like when we were, but it goes back to like when we were on Liberty. They told us, you know, not to wear, well, you know, your clothes and all that stuff stands out. I mean, we had to carry our IDs and stuff, but I mean... You try not to put too much stuff out there to make you look like you're an American. We all stuck out there, but I'm just saying you're right. You don't. Yeah. <laughs> you wouldn't carry that stuff. Yeah, but if you, I mean, but if you're riding a fast boat from from the from the coast of Colombia yeah, I mean, and you're trying to infiltrate the coast of Venezuela, you're gonna carry your passport. No, it doesn't make sense. <laughs> exactly. You know, something fishy. Like you said, I think it's I think it's staged one. Um, it was set up by hey, be set up by the to, by the media. To... I, I I I'm not necessarily sure that's that's the point uh, or the uh, the I don't know. This is this is so weird. It kind of harkens back to the to the to the passports that were found at the World Trade Center. You know, <laughs> like yeah. How 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 are you gonna find passports in rubble <laughs> from a guy that was on a plane <laughs> right. that supposedly. Blew, that blew up, up the so place, much right? Oh, we found yeah. their passports. That, that, yeah, that yeah. not burned up. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> man. All right, so 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 all right. So this is perfect, though. This is a perfect segue into what we're about to talk about because <laughs> there is a lot of cover up, and I think that there is a there is a group of people, Americans. Jeff, please tell me, you know who I'm talking about? Uh, CNN. No. Oh, wait. <laughs> CIA? Them too. <laughs> Is it the CIA? Did I get it right? The Central oh. Intelligence Agency? No, you might have had it. You might have had it right first time, CNN. No, but it's probably the CIA. I, I think yeah. I think they're in cahoots anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah. They're probably working together. <laughs> well, you know, there there was a thing called a uh, Project Mockingbird, uh, yep. which which truthfully stems back to something that came out of a, a report that the CIA put out a while ago called the Family Jewels. Um, yep. And in that, the the Project Mockingbird described in that. Let let let's be real about it. It wasn't Project. It's Operation Mockingbird. Yeah, Operation Mockingbird. Sorry, you're right. That that Operation Mockingbird was uh was pretty much just them trailing a couple of journalists and and wiretapping them stuff illegally, Ooh. of course. It, it it well, it started off. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, but there was a whole encompassing thing other than just that. So uh, around the fifties, right after. Right after World War II and start of the Cold War, uh, the CIA started recruiting journalists and students from around the U.S. and abroad to start writing stories that were favorable to the CIA and push CIA views. So, like, if a if the CIA had an operation and went down somewhere in, say, Belgrade, and it went bad, 
they would have the journalists write, hey, yes, yeah, he did good thing in Belgrade. Bad well, commies, bad. Yeah, know? yeah. The, it, it was all anti-communist views. That, I mean, that was the main point. That, that was the main point. But they, they also were shaping the way, or they were trying to influence the way the United States people saw communism I'm, and I'm, saw I'm not, how I'm not, saw this. I'm not so sure it was just the United States. I'm, I'm pretty sure no, they it were wasn't trying just to influence the Europeans more than the U.S. people. They were they were doing both. That's well because they had that was it the uh, radio what are they, radio free yep, Europe radio free yeah Europe. radio yeah, free they, Europe. Yeah, they were um, they were posting a, Voice of America, uh, which was an illegal freaking radio uh, telefrequency. That was going out uh, with anti-communism views. Yeah, they also had uh, journalists working in the United States, though, too. Yes, they, yes, they did. In, in 1977, Carl Bernstein from uh, the old Bernstein and Woodward fame—the guys who broke the whole story on Watergate. Yeah, old deep throat. Yeah, they they published or uh, he published an article in Rolling Stone magazine about the connection between the CIA and journalists. Yeah, did you read it? Yeah, he. Bro. Uh, that thing that, is so deep, dude. Yeah, I read it. Yeah, he claimed that over 400 American journalists had been secretly carrying out assignments for the CIA. Yep, all over the all over the place too. The Washington Journal, or was it the Washington Post? Like influential freaking uh, periodicals. Yeah. So some of the companies that were uh, that were co-opted by him were CBS, um, Time, New York Times, ABC, NBC, uh, the Associated Press, uh, UPI which uh, I, I don't even think they're around anymore, but they're no, just a, a journalist, uh, public, kind of like the AP, uh, Reuters and Newsweek. So um, I'm going to play you something from the from Sig Mickelson. He was the president of, uh, of CBS Network uh, News back in uh, the 60s. Uh, take a listen real quick. Uh, at CBS, uh, we... Uh had been contacted by the CIA. As a matter of fact, by the time I became the head of the whole news and public affairs operation in 1954, the ships had been established, and I was told about them and asked if I'd carry on with them. I think it was entirely in order for our correspondents at that time uh, to make use of the CIA agent ch uh, chiefs uh, of station and other members of the executive staff of CIA as sources of information which were useful in their assessments of world conditions. Say that continues today? Well, I. Yeah, I would think probably for a reporter it would continue today, but because of all of the revelations of the period of the 1970s, uh, it seems to me that a reporter's got to be much more circumspect in doing it now, or he runs the risk of uh, at least being looked at with considerable disfavor by the public. I think you've got to be much more careful about it. So that was like, uh, he was interviewed in, in the late 70s about that, <laughs> so he, he knew that they were still doing it. Even yeah. to that day, he yeah. said he said a, he said a lot of words without actually answering the question. Though. That's what I felt yeah. like. To me, they're still doing it today. Yeah, I, I I'm I'm with you. I I still think they are too. But after that uh after that article came out from Carl Bernstein, there was a senator church from Idaho that had a a, a senate or a a senatorial committee, and there was also a, yeah, a, a, the, the a church committee. committee, yeah. Yeah, there was also a House committee and, and a presidential committee that all reviewed some of the CIA stuff, um, not just involving Operation Mockingbird, but uh, involving a bunch of other stuff, too, with the CIA and their nefarious doings. Uh, yeah. Like, one of the things that, like MK Ultra. Yeah, MK Ultra came up a little bit in there. Um, no, they came up a and, lot. We'll, we'll, we're definitely going to talk about MK Ultra later at, at another right. another time because right. uh, that MK Ultra. Uh, 
uh, artichoke, all that stuff. It's uh, what, it's what's pretty the other interesting. One, Operation uh, uh, Snapshot or something. Uh, there's a. Uh, <laughs> there's a lot of crazy. Yeah, there there are, dude. Just the fact that they they they're really trying to mind control people. It's it's nuts. Anyway, so I, I got you. Uh, here's a little clip of Senator Church talking uh, during one of the interviews during the Church Committee. I thought that it was a matter of uh, real concern that planted stories intended to serve a national purpose abroad um, came home and were circulated here and believed here because uh, this would mean that the CIA could manipulate the news in the United States by channeling it through some foreign country. And we're looking at that very carefully. We have quite a lot of detailed information, uh, and we will evaluate it, and we will include any um, evidence of wrongdoing or any evidence of impropriety in our final report and make recommendations. I mean, you can, you can kind of see how back in the day, like reports from important people were very nefarious. Dude, they're like, they, it, it didn't say shit. <laughs> whatever, whatever was, you know, put out to the public didn't didn't it didn't answer the question. No, Any question not at all. At all. No, because no. uh, you know they like to they like to skirt around the truth. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so the CIA director at the time of all this was was act. It was asked pointedly these questions. Do you have any people being paid by the CIA who are contributing to a major circulation American journal? We do have people who submit pieces to other to American journals. Do you have any people paid by the CIA who are working for television networks. This, I think, gets into the kind of uh, getting into the details, Mr. Chairman, that I'd like to get into in executive session. Do you have any people being paid by the CIA who are contributing to the national news services, AP and UPI? Well, again, I think we're getting into the kind of detail, Mr. Chairman, that I'd prefer to handle in executive session. <laughs> executive session. Yeah, so, like in private session. Basically, he's not answering the question. Well, he did answer the question. He answered the first one. To me. I, well, I mean, he answered, he answered the questions to me. All three questions were answered by him just then. Yes, we do have... He's telling people, yes, we are paying people. I mean, come on, you can't avoid the question. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we all have... We all have common sense. You're smart. I'm smart. Jorge's smart. We all know you're yeah. lying, dude. Yeah. Well, all right. So let, let's get into the meat and potatoes of what Operation Mockingbird really was. All right. So it was an operation led by the CIA that, and this is declassified, right? That that they paid journalists all over the world, including major journalists in the United States and Europe to uh put out anti-communist propaganda that was the meat and potatoes yep. of it. yeah can we agree to that yeah we can agree to that jb you're good with that yeah all right yes, so, sir. so this so, is th this is audio jb <laughs> I, was, I saw your i was drinking I, man sorry I, my bad i saw your thumbs up and i, I know you agree right, so. but 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 it, but it got into so much more shit 
than that. It, it wasn't just about paying off uh, reporters to post anti-communism uh, uh, articles. It, it got into way worse things than that, dude. It, it, it literally got into torture and intimidation on on behalf of the CIA to uh, to promote this this anti-communism uh propaganda dude it, it was nasty yeah it, it it was nasty and and it led it led into all these other operations like we touched on it mk ultra uh operation uh was it pinpoint or sharepoint or uh, oh man it's just, there's just so many things that this led into dude and uh where I, th- I think we're only we're only touching on a little bit like it's it's like we're just touching on the ice the, the tip of the ice on the iceberg when it comes we to need, this, we, yeah, we would need three hours to go into this. It, it, we would, and then, and then we would probably need some like secret, like we probably need like <laughs> some protection. I lost some protection. I don't have my, secret, we, clear, I, I don't have my secret clearance anymore, <laughs> so I gotta be careful. No, no, no. I'm not saying that. I just like we might need some <laughs> yeah. protection if we go too yeah. deep into it, right? Like <laughs> we'll have we'll have the FBI knocking down. Yeah, no, yeah. I'm wide open in Germany, but. But, uh, but we'll, 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 we'll keep from that. But So there was a few things that came out of the church committee. or Yeah, out of the church committee. Yep. One of the things was that, uh, like we stated before, they, they maintain a network of several hundred foreign individuals around the world that provided intelligence to the CIA. And at times, uh, they, they influenced opinion through covert propaganda or overt propaganda. Uh, like, like you were talking about, like Radio Free Europe. Um, yep. Voice of America is another one. Also, that uh, there was approximately fifty the agency's assets that were uh, American journalists or employees of the U.S. media organizations, and more than a dozen United States news organizations and commercial publishing houses. Uh, they formally provided cover for CIA agents abroad, and a few of these were unaware that they even provided this cover. So they would send they would send a CIA agent into, like, say, Laos or Cambodia, and he would be under the cover as a journalist. Yeah, because journalists get, get better access. Fucking propaganda, yeah. Yeah. So the CIA was sensitive to the to the charge that CIA covert relationships with the U.S. media jeopardized the credibility of the American press and risked the possibilities of propagandizing the U.S. public. The former director William Colby, who we just played a clip of, yep. he uh, he expressed this concern by saying that we we have taken particular caution to ensure that our operations are focused abroad and not at the United States in order to influence the opinion of the American people about things from a CIA point of view. But they were still were doing it, you know, because it, what, and here's, you said, you said to influence the, 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 the word of the people from the United States from the CIA point of view. The, the, yeah. The pe- so the, the people of the United States had no idea that this was going on. Right, not until the church committee came out. So after that, um, your buddy George W. Bush took over the CIA. Yeah. <laughs> took over the CIA. That's right. <laughs> and he and uh, one of his first actions to uh, was to recognize the special status afforded the American media under our Constitution. Well, that sounded stupid. Well, no, he he chopped um, it. He he chopped he, anything having to do with any kind of reporter, anything paid yep. or otherwise. It, it's it, you're done. That's it. Yeah. So supposedly, 
well, this is what he said. The CIA, CIA will not enter into any paid or contractual relationship with any full-time or part-time news correspondent accredited by any United States news service, newspaper, periodical, radio, or television network or station. Yeah. So um, yeah, that, that was a memo he put out, yeah. Yeah, and Reagan put some stuff out too um, when he took office, pretty much or amount, uh, amounting to the same thing. But if you notice, if you read un- in the lines here or read between the lines here, they won't enter any paid or contractual relationship with anyone accredited by the United States Nude Service. So they can get whoever the hell they want in there to put right. stuff yeah, they, in. Yeah, str- stringers and freelancers are still are still game. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, I saw that too. And those are the ones that, Wait, yeah, which those are the ones that they're going to go get. For you them. goddamn right. Those are the ones that really bring because they they bring the news. Right, they're, yeah, they're the ones that are going to get di- deep and dirty and dig into everything and yep, cause a lot of people to lose their jobs and, and every other thing. So, but they they have no, what is it? They have no like non disclosure agreement they had to sign or anything like that. So they're they're going to do whatever they do to get to the news. I mean, they're going to find and dig and dirt. Um, yeah, pull up all kinds of trash on people or whatever, just, just to get that story. Yep, because they're getting paid for yep. it. No, uh, they're not getting paid for it. They're they're actually looking for the truth. Yeah. So so it's like it's like the it's like the uh, have you guys ever heard of a a, a a show called Vice? Yeah, Vice. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. they're pretty garbage. Okay. Yeah, dude, dude, I love those guys because they, they 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 it's non. Uh, you know, re- representational fucking reporting. They just report the truth. They just like go out and report what they see. Like, well, hey, Iraqis are getting fucking killed. Yep, they're they're, they're reporting that shit, and it's not even by us, right? Or by us, I mean the United States. But yeah, man, Vice. They, they even have a show on HBO called Viceland. Dude, some other some other documentaries are. They're wicked, man. I mean, it's just it's, it's crazy to think that. I mean, even even the news today, and I'm I, I'm trying to get off topic, but even local news, somehow you think you're you're watching news to get to get a good story or a true to story, get, but somehow to get the truth, news. yeah, right. But somehow it gets spun either to be political or this, that, and the other. And you just get tired of watching the shit. Yeah, it's the same old, same old. It, it's it, um, it's whoever is giving the money to the station. I know we're going to get into this a little later, but we talk about the 2016 election with Trump. Everybody was out to get him because they didn't like him. Why? Why did they not like the guy? Because he because he wasn't a politician. He he's not a exactly. politician. He, and that's what I dig about him. He's not a politician, and he doesn't give a shit about what anybody has to say about him. Well, no, and here, well, he here, says some dumb. Reason, he says some dumb shit. I mean, I'm right, not gonna lie. He does, you know. He, and I was talking. Somebody, somebody needs to keep him off of Twitter. Day. To be quite honest with you, <laughs> <laughs> I was talking to somebody about this the other day. But the reason he was elected by you know all of us that voted for him, and I wasn't a Trump supporter to start with. I was, I was, I was a Ted Cruz guy. But damn, um, JB, you hurt the reason. You, you hurt Wolverine. my heart. You hurt my heart. <laughs> it's all right, um, but. The reason he got elected is because he spoke his mind. He spoke what we all felt. Because yes, sir, exactly. And it goes it it goes back to um, taxation without representation or something like that. So he was a representative of us, and he spoke 
He spoke for us. He spoke what we felt in our minds and our hearts and, and, and the, way we, the way we talk to our family. You know, we say this, that, and the other. And he says it for us. And that's why he got voted into the office. I, I That plus he was a businessman. And yeah, well, yeah, yeah. And everybody's like, oh, he has so many failed businesses and blah, 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 blah. Every goddamn fucking businessman has failed businesses. You're not a businessman if you didn't, you didn't your business didn't fail. I mean, and he, and he, but he takes chances, and I dig that. Which brings us back into the media and stuff like that. How they're trying to spin everything to make him look like make, a shitbag, yeah. Yeah, make him look like the country's failing, and you know everybody's out to get him. And I just, I just don't, I, I, I can't fathom how. How he's not ready. You know, here, I was telling somebody the other day, if I was President Trump and I was doing a freaking press conference, I'd be telling him, all y'all need to shut up. <laughs> up say it. Just say it, And let me Jamie. talk. Say it. So, I mean, just say how it. does he stand up there? But I'm just saying, how does he stand up there and not say that to those people? Because he's, Straight up. Because he's used to it. F you. Because he, F you. he's used to it. He's used to it. He's a businessman. <laughs> He's been in the behind in front of the media for the majority of his life, so so Crazy. so he so yeah he he does, he knows how to talk to him. He must have a punching bag in the back. He goes after after he's done. He goes punches this thing so he gets it all out or something like that. <laughs> like we were talking about the the media is manipulated by not just the CIA, but it's manipulated by sponsors. Oh um, yeah, well everybody who. Anybody and everybody who wants to put a dollar down on it, yeah. Yeah, so let me play a couple of clips from Robert Kennedy Jr. If you guys don't know, um, he's uh, Robert Kennedy's son. Yeah. He's, a, he's a, an environmental lawyer. He's been labeled as an anti-vaxxer lately, uh, but he's he's been he's been doing some research against, not against vaccines, but about vaccines and how uh, they're the link between vaccines and autism, which um, we can get into that some other time too. Cause there's a lot, especially with the, with that uh, video that just came out with ah, what the hell is her name? I can't think of her name now. The, the pandemic video. Great. Gre- um, yeah, the stupid ass Swedish Gretna chick. No, not Greta, man. Um, damn. Hold on. Give me one second. I can tell you exactly who the doctor is. Jo- uh, Judy Mikovich. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, that shit got banned all over it, dude. Well, she just put out a book, too, and uh, it goes into it goes into how a lot of stuff about Anthony Fauci and how he put the... the they, she found, like, the link between the AIDS virus and HIV uh, and how he put off he put off the the discovery of that for six months so that he could get a patent on it so he could make money off of this stuff. But that's that's for another topic with vaccines yeah, and stuff. Yeah, we're going to talk about that later. There's a lot of crazy stuff. But uh, here's RFK Jr. talking about uh, about advertising. All right. The first thing you said... Before I play this clip, just so you guys know, he's kind of hard to understand. He has a He has an issue with his throat. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly what it is. It's a it's a specific. Uh, um, it's not a disease. It's a uh, what the hell are those things called? A white syndrome. It's a specific. That, that. No, it's <laughs> it's a specific <laughs> syndrome that he has where his throat. It, it he has a problem with his throat, so it 
My bad. My <laughs> it bad. Affects, <laughs> douche, man. It, it affects the way he talks. So right. here you go. The first thing you said is really kind of the root of the problem, which is in, I think it was 1996, FDA adopted a new rule. It was illegal in this country for pharmaceutical companies to advertise drugs direct to consumer, in other words, to advertise on TV. And then FDA changed that rule. So there's only two countries in the world that allow pharmaceutical companies to advertise on TV. And New Zealand is one and we're the others. And we have, as a result of that, we have the highest drug prices and we we have the most drugs. I think nine out of every $10 in the world spent on pharmaceutical drugs is spent in this country. So we're, you know, we, it's not a good thing for public health. So the the biggest part of this clip is nine out of $10 spent on pharmaceuticals are spent in this country. All right. So what does that mean? So that means out of the whole world Mm -hmm. for every $10 spent on a drug, $9 is spent in the United States. Mm. The reason we're spending this money is because it's always in our face on in advertisements. Oh, so you are so you're, so you're saying that we spend more money on pharmaceuticals in the U.S. than any other country because, be, just because, because we're being we're constantly being bombarded by advertisements about oh we need this drug we need this drug hey oh yeah, yeah I'm it's losing like every every damn commercial on TV is a freaking pharmaceutical. All right, check this next one out. This is this is the meat. It's a long one. It's two minutes, but this is the, gets to the meat and potatoes of the whole issue. Today we get, you know, we're paying the most money for the worst outcomes, and a lot of that is because pharmaceutical ad- advertisements not up and not only do they advertise on TV, but they control content. Oh, you know, um, Anderson Cooper is sponsored by Pfizer. Uh, Aaron Burnett is sponsored by Pfizer. Um, the NBC Nightly News is sponsored by Merck. And um, Roger Ailes told me, I, you know, Roger Ailes, who I, who I knew very well, I just, and, and it was the founder of Fox News. I didn't agree with him politically, but we were friends. We spent a couple of months together in a tent. when I was 18 years old in Africa. And I, I had this, you know, good relationship with him. Um, and he understood the issue of vaccine injury from he had a personal experience with vaccine injury uh, where a, a kid who was close to him was injured and so he knew it was true and we I had made a, I helped make a film a documentary about it um, a couple of years before he died when he was still at the height of his powers and I asked him you know, can I come on? Not, I didn't want to play it on Fox, but I wanted to come on Fox and talk about it. He said, I can't let you do that. He said, in fact, if any of my hosts allowed you on their show, I'd have to fire them. And if I didn't, I would get a call from Rupert within 10 minutes. Rupert Murdoch, who owns Fox, also owns one of the biggest vaccine companies in the world and has been one of the big promoters of it. But, he, but what Roger told me then, he said, he said that during non-election years, um, during certain parts of the year, 70% of our advertising revenue for evening news shows is coming from pharma. And, um, and he said, typically there's about 22 ads on an evening news and 17 of those are pharmaceutical ads. Oh, okay, so what is he trying to insinuate? That these pharmaceutical companies spend a ton of money for advertisements on these news channels. Uh, okay. So 
seventy percent in a non-election year, if they're getting seventy percent of their revenue from ads from pharmaceutical companies, that's a lot of power. That's what's keeping those people in. That's what's keeping that news program going, is they're getting that ad revenue, so that they can keep doing their, so they can keep paying Anderson Cooper or keep paying these other idiots to the little talking heads to keep going. So they. They control so, sorry, are, narratives. Are, you're, ta- you're talking about you're talking about paying reporters or 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 the companies they work for. The companies they work for, which entails pays the reporters, of course. Okay. I mean, he he just said in there that it, that it, if he he had this documentary that he wanted to just talk about that had to do with vaccines and how it was injuring yep. people. Yeah, that's, and he that's wanted to go on out. Fox News. And talk about it, and and he asked his good buddy that that he knew for years. Hey, can I come on here and talk? He's like, no, can't do it, bro. Yeah, I'd have to fire these cats if you came on here. I mean, that's that's some power right there. Yeah, I I agree. If you think about it, just think about the amount of money these people are making when it comes to flu season. The the pharmaceutical companies, not only. Not only do they not have to pay for ads for flu season because or for flu vaccines, because yep. everybody on the news is constantly saying, "Hey, go get your flu vaccine." Hey, it's flu season. Don't forget your flu vaccine. So they're not even paying for those ads, you know. Yeah, I, but we're but we're getting off topic. Not really. Uh, no. You don't think we are? No. no. I mean, it goes back to the fact that that the that the media whether it's the CIA or whatever are being paid to influence the news to their favor or to whoever's favor. Exactly. Whoever has the money, it's always, it's, it's always the, the, the same trope, follow the money. You follow the money, you'll find out where the source is, right? Well, if you're following the money on, on where, who is paying these news agencies, you'll find out that. Oh yeah, I agree. I agree. So they're, you know, and then we'll get into the into the election, like we were talking about before, 2016 election. So, like like in that clip a minute ago, he was talking about 70 percent in non-election years come from from pharmaceutical ads. Now, during election year, they get a ton of money. And during the 2016 election, the Clinton campaign spent over 227 million dollars on ads, and of course, the Trump campaign spent 82 million on ads. So, if you think about it. Why are they going to promote Trump as much when he's not paying as much money as Clinton? Why would they? Well, yeah. I mean, well, for for one, Trump Trump is already a fucking he's already a powerhouse. He doesn't need to. He does nothing about him needs to be pressured. And then there and then there's the whole the whole uh, Clinton you know back, backlash, uh, shady ass things that are happening with. Who, yeah, but who, how well were those reported though? Huh. How well were all that? It was all that reported. Not very does, well. Does, does, does and it, everything does it need and everything to be was slanted? It really? Yeah. That I mean, it used to be the media would just would just read the news. That's what they would do. They would just read the news. That, they wouldn't put their own on. take on this it. They this wouldn't. This ain't that sixties, bro. Where where you okay. could just fucking print a paper and you knew it was okay. You you got it. It depends on it depends on what paper you're reading that. These days, same How about as this? whatever website you're logging into. Yeah, everybody's slanted one way or another. Fox News is slanted one way, and and all the other ones are slanted a different way. But you got to look at this. So the polls during the 2016 election, 
Most of the polls were conducted by news agencies. Mm-hmm. And who was paying the most money to those news agencies? The Hillary Clinton campaign. And guess who was supposed to win? Hillary Clinton. And nowadays, now that, that old Hill's lost, what's the thing? What, what's the whole thing that all the news agencies are saying? Oh, Trump's a bastard. He's a son of a bitch. No. He gets it. It's so yeah, yeah, yeah. It was corrupted. Yeah. De- and then, def- then, defamation. Defamation. Yeah. And then you get this this unifying voice like I'm about to play for you right now. Breaking news. A bombshell. Today is a turning point. Today was historically bad for President Trump. Today was a turning point. A turning point. We're at a turning point here. The beginning of the end for the Trump presidency. We have another bombshell. Mike Pence might have to assume the office of the presidency. Rumblings of the word impeachment. Breaking news. Another bombshell out of the White House. I believe this is the beginning of the end. I do too. It's really the beginning of the end. He may be feeling the walls closing in on him. All the walls closing in on him. The walls closing in on him. Breaking news, a new bombshell. One astrologer says this means the beginning of the end for President Donald Trump. Trump will resign. Trump is going to resign. Is this the tipping point? I know we've said it over and over. You think this is a tipping point? And over and over. It's it's like a Groundhog Day. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Hey, the... I mean, it is. I mean... It was just all the talk of wants to take him out. I mean, you're right, Jeff. I mean, those are all, it's, it's like that every day. Breaking news on CNN or NBC or MSNBC, this, that, and the other. Even when they did during the impeachment, it was like that. Breaking news. It's the beginning of the end. But, you know, we're still here and he's still there. <laughs> yeah. I, I, uh, listen, listen. I like him. I like President Trump. He's not a politician. He's a he's a fucking businessman. That's why I dig him. All those clips were from uh from like 2016, 2017, 2018. So they've been saying this it's the moment he got into the office. Right. So it's straight hate. But but I but I, I I like his fucking policy, dude. I I can't say I don't. I can't say that I like him. I, I'll I'll be straight up honest. I'm not a fan. Really? All right. So 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 why not? Um. Mainly just because he's a fucking idiot. Oh, he says a lot of them shit. Yeah, and I think that's the part of the problem. Oh no, no, I, 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 I might not tell you, dude. He says a lot of them shit, dude, and I know it because because he's an idiot. I don't like him. However, and, and you feel I didn't this say way that because of I didn't say that I didn't like what he's doing. Okay. I, oh, I can't agree with that. He's surrounding himself with the right people, he's and he's big, trying to he's do. He's a businessman. He's not a politician. Exactly. He's fixing. He's and he's fixing trying to things. fix things. Yeah. So, and the problem is, is that it, there's just so much pushback, and I think I know why there's so much pushback, and it all has to do with this whole Michael Flynn unmasking. Oh, which that that's a whole I'm not. Other, that's a whole nother. Yeah. I'm not too read up on that yet, so I don't really want to discuss it. Yeah, but. no, no. That's a whole nother dirty thing, and I'm not either, and I'm not trying to get into it. But I think this is why there's so much pushback. I think too many people knew about it. No, and no, they've just no, been, no. Mm, no, I, he, there, there was a lot of pushback just because he was not a politician. Well, no, that too. No, 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 nobody wanted this guy to become president. That, that's how he no. became president. Because nobody yeah. wanted it. We're trying, uh, making a point of it's it's all about the money for these for these companies, right? Yeah. Well, let's get into who's got a lot of money to throw around. Oh, it's J- China. J- that, that's JB Reynolds. Yeah. China. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, the, you talking about the China disease? Yeah, China. China. Now, uh, now let me make this clear. 
not the Chinese people. No, China the CCP. itself. Yeah, China itself. The the communist the Chinese Communist Party is the problem. So it, think about it a little bit ago um, during the old the Hong Kong protests, right? Um, LeBron James came out against against China. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And then very promptly retracted his comments once he found once he found out that China wasn't going to be paying the NBA. <laughs> right. I I didn't know that. No, yeah. He came that's, back that's out and pretty, he, he came back. Yeah. Um they're already buying up major uh major interests in in other countries media throughout the world mainly in their uh, in their Belt Road initiative areas. Um uh, and in the, for the past couple of years, the New York New Year's Eve ball drop thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in Times Square. Yep. Has been sponsored by the Sino American Friendship Association. The fuck does that mean? Well, that's it's a. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it is. Are I you mean, serious? Yeah. It's, it's a Chinese yeah. corporation. Well, it, it. I'll tell you this much: the one of their uh, one of their board of advisors is the uh, actually one of the head board of advisors is the former vice president of the Chinese News Service. The fuck does that mean to us? They're paying money into these programs to push their influence. In, into what? Into the. In, I, I'm a oh little bit. God. I'm a little bit retarded here, bro. But I, I'm not. Following. Yeah, I can tell. <laughs> Sorry, but I'm not following. Yeah. All right. How about this then? The New York Times and the Washington Post also have a, cha- a China Daily newspaper insert. So they take ad money from China as well. Yeah, all right. Disney, who owns ABC and Fox now, Fox TV. And ESPN. And ESPN has let China take a 47% stake in Disney World Shanghai. So China, like the CCP owns 47% of Disney World Shanghai. Okay. Which is a huge market. Yeah, yeah, but that that's just one like uh, part of it. Yeah, just one part. But what about their movies? Well, where they get a lot of revenue. Well, you said from. you said Disney World Shanghai. Okay. Yeah, yeah. but that's just right. one park. Yeah, but still, that's a lot of that's a lot of money where they've been taking out forty seven percent. That's that's half of the revenue that comes into that park goes to the CCP, which is bad juju. No, no, I, and I and I get that. And then there was a all right. Well, how about this Top Gun Maverick? Why the, why the you, new why, Top? Why you why, why you just? I just want to throw the punches in, don't you? I do. <laughs> top, uh, so top, the new Top Gun movie. Top Gun Maverick, yes, okay. Feel right. found so the new Top Gun Truman, movie, right next to where I was at in San Diego. So they they showed uh they showed the Taiwanese and Japanese flags on uh on Tom Cruise's flight jacket. Well, to be able to be shown in China, they had to take those off. <laughs> okay. Uh, many critics noted that that. Companies behind films, including Paramount, Skydance, and China's Tencent Pictures, were uh, preemptively seeking to appease Chinese censors. Why? Why is that? Second largest movie market. Actually, I think it actually is the largest movie market in the world is China. No shit. So it, it's, yeah, most of the revenue for, for movies comes from China. So a lot of these media companies, they a lot of these movie companies change stuff just for China. Or try to make it as close as they can for China to begin with, so they don't have to do it in post production. 
Because right. all that post-production stuff costs money, you know. And their whole point is to take in money from China. All I'm trying to say is money is power, right? Can we agree on that? I, 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 I yes, I can. So who's got the money to throw around? China. Pretty much. They have the most money, pretty much. Though I, I, I mean, think it most of back, it's made I mean, up. And then it goes back into what we're discussing in this podcast about the media and stuff like that. So whoever has the most money is going to influence what the media or the news media or whatever, any type of media, whether it's a movie or what, shows to the American people. Um, you know, you see movies nowadays. Uh, I think, Jeff, you mentioned in, in earlier that we talked about in Zero Dark Thirty how that was, you know, influenced by the media. I mean, there's different things that influence by the media. And whoever has the most money, whether it's pharmaceuticals or big tech, uh, whatever, they're going to they're gonna put out what they want to put out. And we're all left sitting here with our hands stuck up our ass. My whole point on this. what's true. Yeah, my whole point about all this is that it's all compromised. All of it's compromised. The, the only way, and, and it's just like if you, like, two people get into an argument, and if you only get one side of that argument, you're only going to think that that one person's right. Yeah, I agree. So if if you're sitting there listening to one side of the story that's being promoted by who knows who, you're only going to get that information. You're not going to get the whole story unless you get all of the all of the information. But you, and I but, think that's. But you have to look it up for yourself. That's the point. And and that's what I'm trying to say. That's what I'm trying to get to. You can't really trust what the media says. Or or to, or or us for that matter. <laughs> well, or us for that matter. Yeah, but I mean, we're technically a medium, so yeah. I mean, but you can't really trust what the media says. You have to take it upon yourselves nowadays to look yeah, into yeah. the story. Yeah. You, you can't just take it at face value or the 30-second the blurb that they put on the, the breaking news. Yeah. There has to, there's more to each story that comes out. And, and the onus is on us to, oh, my God, I sound like an officer. Jesus. No, no, no. It, it, you're right. You're right. <laughs> but it, it's we're, on we're, us we're just, we're just to bringing, figure it we're out. We're just bringing it up to to a medium or a, a, a part where they want we want them to look it up. Yeah. It, it, right? It's, like, we don't, they, I don't need people to believe what we say on this uh, fucking podcast. I want them to go look it up. Yes. That's that's what I'm that's that's my whole basis on this. Yeah, it, don't we're, just we're, we're like an we're like a podcast encyclopedia. I just wanted to bring up the fact that there has been since the beginning of the beginning of time that there has been propaganda propagated throughout news and throughout time to try to influence people from one direction to or, or another, and it takes and it takes you out there listening to take the time and not just look like, Oh, Hey, look, there's a tweet. This is what the president said. Okay. I'm going to take that at face value. No, look into it. Yep. Just because Anderson Cooper said that this, that the president's a bad person, you shouldn't believe him. Look into it yourself. So yeah, go find out why. Yeah. That's really the only reason I, I, I wanted to talk about this today. So no, I'm I'm cool with it. I, I dig it, dude. And I think I think I think we're all in agreement. JB, you got any pearls of wisdom? No, I mean it's just uh, I think we um, we all need to sit back and and take a look at you know 
what you can believe, what you can't believe. You know, we're all human beings. Um, you trust who you trust. It's hard to uh, understand what's going on out there. I mean, we we vote for people to put in the political office, and we we hope that they do the right thing, and and they don't. And I, you know, I'm a big firm believer in term limits and stuff like that. I mean, you know, drain the swamp like President Trump was trying to do. We, we I think we need to do that. I mean, it all goes back to the start of the Revolutionary War when you know we were trying to free ourselves from England. You know, about with taxation, without representation, stuff like that. We have to have that. Um, we have to put the right people in place. Uh, and I'm a big supporter of Dan Crenshaw here in Texas, who's, you know, he's a former Navy guy, Navy SEAL, but he's, he's a smart guy. And he knows that, you know, getting the right people in place will help this country move forward. And right now we're not moving forward. We're moving backwards. And it all depends. It all leaves on the media pushing one side of the story. And, you know, it's, it's going to eventually going to cause us all, I think, down the road to, fall into a revolution, you know, not, not wouldn't necessarily say a civil war, but if another thing like this COVID outbreak comes around, like they're saying a second wave is coming, I think it's going to be bad for the country because people like me are not going to give in and say, fuck it, you know, they're going to say, fuck it, I'm, uh, it's, you're going against my my constitutional rights to be free from this, that, and the other, and I'm not going to play that crap. So, I mean, just, we have to come together and hopefully figure this crap out and, you know, I don't know, it's, the media, I don't trust the media as far as I could throw them, never have. Um, I mean, back in the day, it used to be okay. You, they used to report decent news, but now they're not. It's all lies if you look at it. I mean, who do you trust? I mean, I don't even trust Fox News, to be honest with you. I think they're putting out a bunch of fake shit, too. So Yeah, they. I um, mean, it's all slanted. It's all slanted one, one way or the other. So you yeah. can't trust. You have to trust who you can trust. You know, I trust you guys because we, we served together in the military. You're like my brothers, and we trust each other, so... Um, you have to lean on your friends and your brothers and, and, and your family to get through this. If not, I mean, we're never going to make it. So, I mean, words of wisdom is just, you know, be there for each other and God bless America. Yeah, for sure. I agree. America. Yeah. And always remember, always remember. Donald Trump don't trust China. China is asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I love it, man. That was great. <laughs> Oh, shit. So yeah, I think this will uh, this will this will wrap it up for us today. Um, <laughs> thanks for being with here with us, guys. And uh, remember, you can check us out on Facebook. It's at facebook.com/slash Stranger Truths. We're also on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor. Stitcher. Yeah, Anchor.fm/slash Stranger Truths. Um, just recently got on iHeartRadio. You can find us there. And Sweet. YouTube as well. And I'm sure I'm forgetting something else. I, I don't know. <laughs> you'll find us. You'll find us. <laughs> yeah. You'll find us somewhere or another. So, well, brothers, I love y'all. Y'all yeah. have a good. Peace out. Take it easy.